Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with who? Dave from Vices. Andrew from Vices. Sean Patterson. And Russell. So, first question. Did you guys think that this was a viable career choice? Well, <laughs> that's a loaded question. Um, you know, honestly, uh, I, I wouldn't trade trade anything for anything else, man. I get to go on the road with uh, my best friends and right. play music that I love playing in front, of, in front of people, and that's pretty awesome, man. That doesn't, you know, it's better than going to bartend, you know? Well, you know, the reason I ask that is because there seems to be this whole controversy now amongst artists saying, is it a job or is it not a job? Because a lot of people, you treat it like a job. You have to work very hard. You sacrifice a lot of stuff. You're, you're trying to make a buck, but you have to be very business oriented. Mm -hmm. So, but then you have other people that say, well, no, because as soon as I start treating it like a job, then it stops being fun and the artistry's gone out of it. How is that for you guys? I mean it when I say playing music. It's called playing music because if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Right. I, I can go to work. I can make a buck. And at the end of the day, the payoff is I've got a few extra bucks in my pocket. But when we put in the work and the effort, I get to play a show. Right. I get to rock out. Like, you kidding me? That's so you, awesome. It's, it's almost like you're pinching yourself saying, I can't believe somebody's actually coming to see me do this and I might make money doing it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Has there ever been a point in all of your guys' past history and up until right to this moment now where you've said, this is not something I wanted to do? I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know that for me, it's like since I was 10 years old, this is all I've ever wanted to do. And with all the bumps and everything that I've ever gone through and all the bands and the, the girlfriends and the financial struggles and everything, you know, because I know on my side being that I never gave up, I met the greatest guys in the world and here I am today. So I'm going to keep that mentality, ride it as far as we can take it. I'm glad that you mentioned the girlfriend because the girls always seem to break up the band. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment on that one. They'll get moved out of the way <laughs> real quick. So you guys are starting your tour. Mm -hmm. And is that scary? It's a little bit of pressure today, but you know, uh, I think we're prepared and uh, we're ready to rock. It was good to actually get out um, in the van yesterday and have everything ready to go. And then once we rolled up, it was like that energy is back, you know, it's like that tour energy is back. We're ready to go, you know, and, and all the stuff that, that comes with it too, you know, so. You obviously have the nerves because you've been waiting for this moment to happen. Mm -hmm. So today's going to be a little nerve wracking for you guys. I mean, obviously those nerves are good. Mm -hmm. You can use those on the plus side and actually just push it even harder yeah. off of that. Mm -hmm. But when you guys get up on stage thinking about that, is there kind of like that holy shit moment? No, because I feel like once you step on stage, I, 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 me personally, I become a completely different person. Like I'm, I'm the other mentality. Comes yeah. Out. Yeah. Just the adrenaline kicks in and you know, the, the character I portray on stage, it, you know, that's, that's my, that's, you know, cause like us on stage, we're technically, we're basically people's demons on right. stage. So, right. That's, I become that. You, you have not only are you getting up there and doing a show, like mm -hmm. you were saying, but you have a persona on yep. the stage. Yep. And there is a character persona. It's not just you saying, okay, well, here's the lead singer guy. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, some singers can drift into that mentality. The ego kind of kicks in, but right. they kind of have to have that anyway. They want to command a crowd. Yep. But you guys obviously have another actual character that's there, mm -hmm. too. That's tricky for bands. Mm -hmm. Some bands don't fare too well with that. But you guys have really kind of capitalized on that. Well, we don't try to, like, we all try to stay uniform, too. So we're all kind of the same entity, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what we're going for. We want that, you know, consistency when we're on stage. Right. So if anybody's looking at somebody, obviously everybody looks a little bit different and jackets are a little bit different, but for the most part, we're all very, you know, it's all conformed, you know. And when you guys were starting the band too, that was a mentality that you had just bringing the band up to the point that you are right now was having that image. Mm-hmm. 
it was an overall feel to the band. It wasn't just, you know, four guys in the band. It wasn't just a bunch of guys getting up there and jamming. You literally had an no, idea the behind idea, it. The idea really was to create something bigger than ourselves. Right. It's, it's not about us. It's about what we can create, what we can share with people. And that, I, I think, is more important than, you know, just getting on stage and showing off for a little bit. Do you think that some bands have lost that idea? Like, they don't get it? Again, you know what? I think bands have to do what's right for them. I mean, you know, Led Zeppelin, those guys are showing off because they can. And I, I love right, it. Right. But but that's not this band and that's not what we do music wise you guys have had some pretty good luck with a song here just recently right is that a pun is it am i correct in saying was it number 38 is that what it is right now on the active rock for, i think right now it's at 38 yeah how, how does that feel for you guys breaking top 40 is always fantastic yeah. feeling so you guys are like holy shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what comes with that with that excitement of actually having that success of that song and you know having people pay attention there's a lot of pressure behind that too you know it's and now you know we've broken top 40 so we are looking setting our sights for top 30 now so yeah turn up the gas Hold, a little bit more progress man never never be content you know i don't know i don't see it as pressure i see it as an opportunity i mean the, the more exposure that the single gets the more yeah. people we get to right. expose ourselves to and and we just had this conversation over lunch man the, the the best part of it is getting out to meet people shake their hands come over to the merch booth take take pictures with us we want to know you now you know i'm glad that you said that because there is two sides of the fence on that. So you have bands now that have gotten a certain amount of commercial success out of whatever they've done last five years, we'll say. They've kind of pulled back into themselves because of that success. You could put it in layman's terms. They turn into assholes. Oh, right. Okay. But you guys are trying to do something different. You're actually trying to say, okay, we're real people too. We want to connect with our fans. We want to get out there and say, hey, thank you for coming to the show. And yes, I'll totally sign that. Yeah. That's a good mentality to have because the biggest way to ruin that image mm -hmm. is to alienate the crowd. Well, yeah. and, and the truth is we, we can't do this without fans. Ultimately, they, they pay for what you guys do. 100%. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I want to shake every one of those hands. I want to take pictures with every single one of those people. I want to thank them. Absolutely. And that's why I invite everybody who's listening to this. Come say hi to us. Come to our merch booth. Take a picture. Um, yeah, we want to meet you. We want to know you. So question for you. You have, can we say it's an obsession with a particular Toto song? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I've interviewed Steve Lukather, and I have met the guys from Toto. What is it for you? Because Tom George and I, he, we, him and I both have probably the same obsession with that song. <laughs> now, you, is it correct you've gotten kicked out of almost every single karaoke place for doing that? Yeah, just uh, one that I, they just were like, oh, okay, he's done. Yeah, I've been, I've been removed. I, actually, in Vegas, uh, we, I went to a place that they had, uh, they had, they were singing like show, old, like show tunes, like, like uh, Vegas style. Stuff. Okay. And there was like a bunch of old people in there, and it's my brother's 21st birthday, so okay. we went in there, and I'm, I, they're like, here's your, uh, here's your wireless mic. Would you like a DVD of your karaoke experience? I'm like, sure. Sure. <laughs> they filmed nothing for the entire song. I was in the crowd. I was screaming in people's faces. I was just, I, I mean, I'm not like trying to do it justice. I'm just putting on a show. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. And then there's like a 16 measure, um, like a, a break in the, in the right. song, and that's where I dump two beers on my head every time. And suburban uh, mom in the back of the room's oh, head yeah. explodes. Loading right at that so point. when I was, they, they called all the security and they brought all the security in. And uh, um, when they were escorting me out, they were like, uh, they're like, we're gonna need Gladys up here or whatever. And I just dropped the mic on the floor when she was going to take it from me. And I'm like, have fun following that, Gladys. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked out. You, you, you did your best to turn Toto metal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's also, it's also, um, I, my dad gave me, you know, three decades worth of vinyl. Right. Um, and I listened to all those stuff. And Toto, right. that record was 
is one of my favorite records, man. I just, I love everything that goes into that song, too. It's just the, like, the last time I saw them play, it was actually, Toto was on tour with Yes. And I'm like the classic rock freak. Mm-hmm. Lose, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this right now. This is like the best <laughs> thing ever. And why am I not high right now? Holy, right. you know, I mean, but you know, that's great because the reason I wanted to talk to you about that is that you have a background that's in classic rock. How does that kind of fall into this with Vices? Well, my background is classic rock. I, my, I, you know, I just like good songs. I'm a fan of good songs. Okay. Like, I'm a huge fan of like 80s pop. Love 80s pop. If you, if you take the vocals out of 80s pop, the songs just sound like nothing. Right. It's all vocals. And I take, I pull a lot of stuff from that, you know? So bringing a pop element into a very heavy metal or hard rock song is a huge thing because it's undeniable. Like, you know, even if they're just like, what, what was that? It's in their head for the rest of the you day. Know, Whether funny. they liked it or not, I got you. You know, it's you funny know? It's funny that you mentioned that because there's another band that's going to be playing tomorrow that did the same thing in the 80s. They brought pop into metal, and that's Judas Priest. Yep. They did the exact same mm-hmm. thing. And, and it, it's, it's on a very, like, small scale, but, I mean, that's where I'm pulling stuff from, you know? Right. You know, and, and like, so, but, uh, you know. It's not that you're going to the pop side musically. You're actually bringing the songwriting side into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, as soon as you say, oh, that's, you know, there's pop and metal, people, the, the purest automatically turn their nose up and like, right. oh, come on, really? You know, it's not hard enough. What, it was like, it's true, but I mean, you look at the way genres have blended these days, right. and, and everything is an amalgamation of something else. So it, it's... I Nothing, mean, nothing's original. Younger anymore. music buyers, the younger right. people buying music, they're, they're not interested in genres the way we were when we were younger. Right. You know, you were either a rocker or you were into hip-hop. There was so much divisiveness. Now right. people are, are just into good songs. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. It has nothing to do with genre. That's definitely good that you said that. Just write a quality song and the rest of it's easy. Awesome guys, appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely.